All my sunglasses are sunglasses I've caught in pride parades. <laughs> so everything is like Tito's or like, Did you, you catch know. that in the Playboy parade? No, I was at a gig two nights ago. I had a gig, girl, it's pride, first of all. And you, Yay. what have you done for pride so far? Um, what have you done today to make you feel proud? What haven't I done for for pride? Pride. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. The list. I mean, the list is too long. I can't even get into it. So why yeah. don't you go first? Um. I I walked out of my house. I saw a child uh, covered in shit, shoeless, and I flipped a quarter at them, and I looked over my shoulder. And I said. Here's looking at you, kid. And then, <laughs> what have you done today? And then I kept walking. Then I bumped into Kylie Jenner, gave her a Pepsi. Yeah. What said, have you done today? It's a lot of that. It's and a then lot you, of that. And then, uh, <laughs> and then um, I was at a hookup and I was in a swing. And, well, we didn't have it. We didn't know how to suspend it from the ceiling. Of course. Because I'm not an HGTV You're star. not an engineer. Right. Right. Then I was at the We Hope Pride Parade and uh -huh. I was keeping it fucking fierce, walking the parade with... Um, who was it? Lisa Rinna. No, Polly Grip. Polly Grip. Not the queen. Dentures? The dentures, <laughs> yeah. I was in the fierce Polly Grip parade and I said, oh, you were in the Polly being Grip gay, <laughs> it's adhered to me, honey. And I can eat corn now. <laughs> but it's from an ass yeah. because gay. So I'm, I'm on the parade. I have someone opened up and I'm just, I'm going in on the corn. There ain't no other way. Ooh, there ain't no. Uh, so I've just been gay. You've been gay as hell. I, oh. Well, I, I don't think I can top that. However, I have done something very gay, how, a little bit unconventional for Pride. What is it? So, it's a long story. Oh, God. Here we go. <laughs> Let me put my headphones on. Oh, it's not connected to you. It's a different music. Yeah. Abdul for TED Talk on there. No, I... Okay. Microblading. So, I've had some time off, as you know, right? Did you get microbladed? Please let me listen to the, let me tell you the story because it's a, it's a, it's it's of a journey. Well, I noticed your brows look different tonight. I didn't know if you just tried something different with your cosmetics. I know you're a Maybelline girl. <laughs> yeah, you know I went to peruse the makeup aisle. Let's see. I know you're feeling a little more open casket this time of year, <laughs> <laughs> rather than an unmarked oh, no, grave. No. You know what's funny? I was like open casket. I was like thinking about open concept floor plans, and I was like open con open caskets are so crazy mary that is so morbid it you know why don't they just i mean why don't they just shoot the body out of a cannon into the lake <laughs> it's so crazy has anybody anybody in the audience of this has anybody been to a funeral where you saw a body in a in a cap a cabinet casket coffin, and you weren't traumatized by it oh, well because now like i love i love people in my life who've died of course them. um but now my last picture of them is them powdered down and bloated casket. powdered and looking a little like whodunit and ran and also a little suspiciously not like the person you remembered because they're different now yes they're a bloated hollowed out uh caked up husk yeah i don't like that imagine it's, the last time you see your husband is like his embalmed body and you know yeah. you always hear this they did a beautiful job oh yeah 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 it's like it's not a piece of pottery it was a beautiful service it's like that's crazy. No, they're talking about the job that the, the embalmer I know. did. Or the, the, the makeup artist. Well, you know that they have to number use special Number nine makeup. acrylic. <laughs> it could be number nine acrylic, but it's called non-thermogenic makeup. Most makeup is formulated to blend based on warming up to your body heat with a yeah. corpse. There's no body heat. But that they, they do space heaters in the coffin now. <laughs> <laughs> I want... <laughs> Wait. Oh. <laughs> 
Okay, so the Matthew Camp sex doll came with a, a butthole warmer. Oh. It came with a battery operated thing that you shove up the did. butt so that it's warm when you put your dick in it. We electrical problems, electrical issues, uh, potentially. I'm thinking about. Oh, it's battery. You can't get electrocuted from battery. You can't. I don't think tell so. that to the the fucking nine volt that's I shoved up my ass last night. And <laughs> tell that to the car battery sh- uh, clipped, clipped, <laughs> clipped to both my nipples. <laughs> okay, so open casket, crazy, crazy, crazy. Back to microblading. Uh huh. Um, so I have all this time off. I have like uh, two weeks off, no drag, crazy. Yeah. And I've, is I've heard through the drastically different from your normal schedule, up, baby, shut the fuck up, <laughs> go on with your delusion. <laughs> yeah. So I've had an extended period where I don't have to put on any makeup. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what you need in order to get microbladed. Mm-hmm. So I go in there um, and I do the thing and I get home and Trixie, you, what I, I looked like I had giant felt uh, Groucho Marx brows on my above my eyes. That's not this. No, no, no. This looks good. This looks good. It looked. It was a shock. And I got home and Eden was there. I had to pull a a sheet over my head and and tell her, get out of (laughs) here. And then I spent the next three days alone in the house watching Succession every episode. Do you love it? I loved it, but I couldn't, I, I was so, I was like, intermittently, I would like look in the mirror and scream. <gasps> I was, no. and the guy, the guy was amazing. He said, you have to trust the process. He told me everything, like everything, every step of the way you can expect. He's like, it's going to look darker. It's going to look crazy. Don't worry. Trust the process. Oh no. I was ready to jump. Yeah. I was ready to find the highest place I could get and jump right off. But did you trust the process or were you in denial no. that it wasn't going to work? No, I, the process, I... No, I didn't trust the process. What was going on in my head was, oh, you just got a fucking face tattoo of two giant black caterpillars on your face. But it's not permanent. Uh, it is semi-permanent. It's like um, it's like a tattoo, essentially. They, they slice. Henna. They slice and then they they yeah they they, they yeah. slice. Mm-hmm. I believe it's a blade. Yeah, with like it is a blade. Basically, a semi-permanent dye on yeah. it. Mm-hmm. But you know, when I worked at the makeup counters, I would see women with tattooed eyebrows. A lot of Russian women. Yes. Oh, yeah. Tattooed lip liner. Tattooed eyeliner. It's a different thing when it's tattooed and when it's old. Because all black ink turns blue over time. Uh, and it bleeds. It bleeds. Fades. And people who just got their lip line, their lip line would be like a nice rosy red. And then their dead gray lip color. Like, you can't do lip liner tattoo and then like never wear makeup. Right. It looks Also, whack. it's crazy to like, um, I don't want to get socks tattooed on my feet. I can put a new pair on every day. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, that's crazy to me. The lip liner. Yeah. I just did. I, I decided to do it because I was like half the time I shave off half my brows and I look like crazy uh-huh. when I do drag. You know what I mean? So I was like, oh, this may be like, I think this will look more humanish. I would have. I would do it if I yeah, had time yeah, yeah. off. Right. Can I get it? Can I get up in there? Yeah. Is this is this what it's going to look like? Um, This is like a week. So it's going to fade or this is it? Uh, it's going to get actually, this is, I think this is the stage where the the skin has grown over it. So it's a little light. It might get a little darker. I think it looks good. I think it looks good too. I actually like it. But the shock, Mary, the shock was, it was, I was depressed. Did you think it was ruined and it was going to be black? Did you not? I just thought, I was like, what the fuck did I do? I felt like I was in a bad dream. I was like, it was truly terrifying. I don't get scared of shit. 
I don't get scared of shit. But even though the doctor was like, just so you know, it's going to start dark. Wasn't a doctor. But, um, right. It was a, it was a, he was a tattoo artist, basically. uh, Yeah, technician. He's so hot, so wonderful, so skilled, so great. You only go to hot people. He did Janet Jackson. And that's what stole me because, I mean, we have very similar face shapes, very (laughs) similar pigmentation. We both have a history of dance. Uh So I figured, like, if he's doing Janet. Yeah. And she loved it. I can't go wrong. Yeah. And her brother is Michael, and you're kind of like him. Yeah, we both eat. (laughs) Ah, Let's take a break. Vegetables. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Ooh, there ain't no other way. <laughs> um, well, it is pride. It is pride. And listen, did you go to the parade for real? Were I've never been it? to LA Pride. I have. I avoided it. I think I was with a towel over the head with watching Succession. But you know, it really, I think, w- w- was it WeHo Pride or LA Pride? There's, it was we every county's got their own pride, Mary. Every well, there's county. LA Pride, WeHo Pride, and then there's downtown LA Long Pride, Beach I think. Beach Pride. Yes, at this point, there should be a Los Feliz Pride. Um, there's a Vermont Ave north of Franklin Pride. Yeah, there's a there's a um, Honey Dip Donuts Pride. <laughs> yeah. um, the, I, the talent though, Mariah. They got Mariah Grace Jones. Mariah Orville, who? Carrie, bitch. Last night was Mariah Carey at what? Pride. Yes. Where? Girl, they totted her out, threw her out. The girl. Get, they greased that pig up and put her in the window. Honey, they How threw some they glitter get? on her, threw it on the stairs, and post play on the track. Uh, what did she do? She performed, I guess. I didn't see anything. And I'm not a Mariah stan, so I don't know any of the music or anything. But You don't know Dream Lover, Come Take Me? or I whatever. only know um, Heartbreaker. Yeah, that's I only know Heartbreaker because that's the music video with Jerry O'Connell. Oh, yeah. How about Loverboy? How about Honey? I don't know those. How about um? Oh, we belong I together. How about obsessed? Oh, I know that. Yeah, yeah. Do you like oh, Mariah? Oh, I I love her. She's incredible. She I I love her as a whole thing, and I love our, her songwriting ability because she's a fantastic songwriter. People people don't give her the due that she's deserved. Yeah, songwriter first, beautiful vocalist second. The vocals are beyond. It's eight, untouchable. Eight octave range at one point. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. Um, but she writes them songs. Yeah. Then they had Grace Jones. What? Girl, Grace Jones out there. She's, I think, actually almost 80. Yeah. Hula hooping, singing. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean. Was it, that was crazy. Wait, where? I, outside. Outside. In LA. Yeah, outside. Must have been packed. A it, mob scene. I don't know. I wasn't there. Orville right. Peck did one night. Um, Jesus. I slept through. I, I, didn't even, I didn't even know what was happening. I, everybody. Everybody loves to text me, where are you during Pride? Like I'm here walking around and I go, oh, well, actually, honey, if you're at a Pride, it means you're not booked at other Prides. So there you go. That part. Say, tell Ooh. it, sister. Tell it, Bible tell girl. It, tell it. Tell it. <laughs> Bible girl. Uh-huh. Tell it. <laughs> a Bible girl is my favorite thing on Twitter. Madonna stuns in new Madonna, Girl, the other day Heidi in Closet tweeted, a lot of y'all Rue girls, I hear stories of you guys being bitches to people on the uh, road and I'm so tired of hearing it. Um, and Bible Girl commented, but you know which Rue girl we never hear that about? Bible Girl from season 15. Like, 
Her whole Twitter is devoted to saying she's on Drag Race. She's a t- she's like the troll. <laughs> capital T, capital R. Yeah. In a world troll. where everybody's like trying to like, I hope the fans like me. I'm trying to behave a certain she's way. She's actively antagonizing and, and target. And just yeah, it's 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 really breathtaking actually. She's amazing. Yeah. But uh, I had oh I didn't girl I have so much to tell you. Tell me I'm right here. So hello, I fly- <laughs> I'm listening. I had off last weekend. Yes, and you I, famously did. I flew to Milwaukee because <laughs> I thought, I'm going to spend time with my mom and stuff before I have my gig at my bar on Thursday. Okay. I'm going to visit my mom, visit whatever. I get there. I go to my mom's house. I'm washing dishes. I'm helping her do a little stuff around the house. And she's going, oh, yeah, you know, your cousins didn't want to come over. And I said, why? And she was like, well, they didn't want to get sick. And I said, what do you mean? And she was like, well, because, you know, we're all thrown up all last week. And I was like, <laughs> okay, well, I'm here. <laughs> And I'm not in a hazmat suit, Val. <laughs> Did she think you were immune? Mary, I'm in the middle of washing their dishes. Their dishes that I'm like, so oh, the, the, the mouths that you touch these dishes to, oh, I'm touching you them. You got violently ill. Violently ill. And I thought, my mom's like, you'll be fine. And I wake up the next day. I, you, I wake up throwing up. Pissing through your asshole. Very little diarrhea. Oh, thank God. Waves of nausea so extreme that I couldn't sleep. When I would start to doze, doze off, a wave of nausea would give me a chill so bad that I would like, oh, what is uh, that? What is that? What is that? Food poisoning? No, I don't know. Not I, food poisoning, obviously. Not. I, I hate to be a sensationalist. I think it might have been the Novo virus that people are saying because it's almost all like puking. Novo virus. I just had throbbing headaches and puking for two days. So I'm at my condo in Milwaukee in bed, just like, uh, so horrible. Puke bucket. You got a puke bucket? Yeah. Large bucket. Puking in the toilet, taking pictures by the toilet. Now, I when took toilet pictures. Now, when you this is so when you vomit, do you vomit out of your nose and do you break blood vessels in your eyes? Because if you don't, then you're not really gay. <laughs> no, do you go. But I was surprised how many times I was when I would tell people that week that I was sick. I would be like, "Yeah, I was sick, whatever," and people would go, "Ugh, I hate throwing up." I'm like, "Yeah, everyone does." <laughs> no, but well. But yeah, right. I think it's not, most it, people. It's hate not it. like going to the beach, right? <laughs> They're like, like, "Oh my god, I hate throwing up." Yeah. I was like, "Yeah, everyone does." Like, yeah. Oh, I I got stabbed. Oh, I hate getting I hate stabbed. That. Oh no. Oh, you're poor. Oh, that, oh, I hate that. Oh. Wait. So, do you vomit through your nose? Does it come out of your nose? Just the mouth and just the mouth. It hurts so bad. Throwing up hurts so bad when there's nothing left to throw up and your stomach is still seizing. Oh yeah. Oh, and yeah. it hurts so bad. Oh, yeah. Throwing up physically hurts. No one talks about that. Yeah. Physical pain. It's a, I mean, it's, a, it's incredible. What, like those involuntary, like those processes that your body's like, hang on, we got something to do here that you got no part of. Yeah. It just takes care. It's like so scary and gross. Yeah. It's, it's really horrible. It's like those videos of those escalators breaking where they go super fast and people like fly off them. <laughs> Maybe it's not like that in any way, but I think of it kind of similar. I can't stop thinking about you in bed at like 1.30 in the morning with your phone three inches from your face watching car crash videos. 100%. My favorite type of video is like, he would have never believed that this 90-year-old man would beat the shit out of him. That's my favorite type of video. Or like... um, Is it in the TikTok voice? You'll never believe, like uh, the the woman. Do you know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Once this woman flies out of the windshield, <laughs> you'll never believe how much flesh hits the ground. Yes, <laughs> or like a traffic cam catching an accident that launches two people through the windshield. Of course, oh I'm watching God. that. <laughs> you kidding? And da- that's David trying to sleep and me waking him up, going, <laughs> "Look, their face got ripped off." And David's like, "Go to bed, go to bed, wig." Um, <laughs> 
Go to bed, wig. <laughs> puking. Back to puking. Okay, it's puking. horrible. It's horrible. So then. I never puke. Thursday never. comes and I'm still a little sick and I have to get up and get in drag for the Dead by Daylight five hour live stream. And when you're when sick you're, and drag, when you're sick and drag for a five hour live stream, it is tough, but I didn't want to cancel. It's also a live stream. You're sitting down, right? You're sitting down talking for hours. Luckily, weirdly, I was getting better enough that, that the conversation was a welcome distraction. Okay. When you're nauseous, but nauseous enough that you can push through it and forget about it. Sure. For the previous day, I was so nauseous that every moment watching TV bothered me. Oh I had to just God. sit in silence and go, that's I, I have a pretty cast iron stomach. I rarely experience nausea and I'm so grateful for that. That's truly fucking horrifying. I know. So it kind of cut into my plans with other friends. It cut into some of my plans. Alaska was in town to work at our bar. We were supposed to do a get ready video together. I had to cancel because I was like, girl, you don't want to get what I have. Yeah, you don't want Didn't this I get Novo to have sex virus. with the hot bisexual in my building? I usually oh have sex with. Oh my God, with. this is a true pride I tragedy. Know. Usually in Milwaukee, I have my little, my little, your little boop, boop, doop. Let's see. Yeah. Should I go, you know, have have, sex, have have sex with the bisexual nurse or should I have sex with the um, closeted police officer? Right. What are my options? What are your options? Um, so. And you were project. Do you projectile vomit? No. And I didn't have much in my stomach. So there, there wasn't a lot of retching. But you know how I know I used to drink a lot. I woke up nauseous and my thought was I'm hungover. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, wait a minute. Hungover without drinking. That's just cruel. Yeah, that's now that's vomiting is something that a lot of hungover people experience pretty much every weekend. I've only puked from being hungover maybe, maybe once a year. You know what I'm going to say something in movies. One of my I'm adding to my pet peeve of uh, uh, movie pet peeves when they have vomiting in a movie. You know how they just burp up like a mouthful of liquid. It's not like that, Mama. It's not like that. That's not puking. Where's the hose? Where's the hose? Because I know I was on that AJ and the Queen show and I got puked on from a girl who had a a prop. She had a hose with a a giant um, oatmeal uh, Ghostbusters backpack to projectile, to actually vomit, create the illusion of puking. Now, how did you feel when you were cast on a show and they said, great, we are having someone puke on you? Well, I was like, it better be on my tits and not. And then, of course, it was on my shoes. Didn't you want like... Like they show her puking and it cuts to you being fire hosed by oatmeal. Like, like full body, like, wig I'm, flown I'm off. horrified like, and it's going straight into my mouth. <laughs> yes. And down the tits. <laughs> and then you're rubbing the tits and then they look down and you have your cock out. You're jerking off with well, the oatmeal. Then, well, then Rue comes out because she's um, in the wings and she comes and slaps my pukey tits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it was cool. But anyways, don't do it. Screenwriters of the world, I know you're on strike, but don't, when you're writing into that script, don't do this. Make it real. Make it real. And also people don't puke from like the stupid stuff, like, like a a situation, like in the crying game, when she, when he finds out that, you know, she has a -a ding-a-ling, he pukes. Girl, please. He throws up from that. Famously. And then of course Ace Ventura spoofed it and everybody puked. I think people throw up from seeing a dead body i think that's natural in movies when someone's dead and they realize someone's dead usually someone pukes and i think that would be a natural response you think that's a smell thing though no i think that when one person gets food poisoned the whole tribe instinctually throws up because they're like i ate what they ate that's why we puke when we see someone puke because what if we ate what they ate i don't puke when i see someone puke i don't either but i think in theory we do oh like crying i guess yeah we do cry when we see people cry 
I mean, it's a tr- it is definitely a trope in movies where like if one person pukes, watch out, everybody's hurling. You think Elizabeth Hurley? Elizabeth Hurley. <laughs> Elizabeth. Anyways, Hurley. enough about puking. So then I got to do my gig at my bar, in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. It's fine. I'm barely alive. Whatever. The next day, I got to wake up, fly to Salt Lake City, DJ there at 11 p.m. Oh god. Then I got to wake up and fly to Kansas City to DJ there at 9 p.m. They sent Kansas City gig Saturday was so turnt. Was it really? My God, it no, was- this Not out- in Kansas, by the way. Missouri, which I was like, y'all need to talk to your branding people talk, over yeah, here. Talk to the- Kansas City not being in Kansas. Mm-hmm. That's a little suspicious. Did it's they move it? up there with Paris, Texas. It's like, what are we doing? I don't know. What are we doing? So it's called the Power and Light District is the venue, outdoor. It's like rest two layers, outdoor venue, restaurants, bars, all the way so people can eat and drink at the restaurants and watch a show. And then the floor is all people dancing for pride. And Ooh. I go in there, I pull all my visuals, I'm doing, um, I basically did Solid Pink Disco, but with more pride-centric tracks. And I was feeling it so fucking hard. Mm-hmm. Girl, running, sprinting, sweating, I'm running, I'm rolling around on the ground, dancing. And then I realized when they, a lot of times when they have you at a real big venue, the table with the decks on it is very weight tested and secure so you can get on it oh you can get on the table so then Coyote I'm fucking ugly. getting on it thrashing then i'm laid out in front of it with one leg off with my hair back like thrusting rubbing my oh, oh, rubbing my tits she's out of control rubbing my tits then oh something comedic happened though i have these big fake boobs on because you know i do drag of course you do <laughs> and um i reach i reach over to stop the to like i'm dancing my big fake boob achievement unlocked stops the music <gasps> by touching the pause button and the audience laughed and then I did it again. And then I was doing it on beat with my tit and it was so fun. And I was like, <laughs> I didn't even know I could do this. I think you need a sex change. But then <laughs> I started to really feel it. There's this remix of um, I Love It by Iconopop that uh-huh. I have. And by the way, I did a gig in Salt Lake City with Iconopop mm-hmm. and I we did a gig with them at yeah, Klarna Pride, Klarna, do you remember? Klarna get in. And I said, do you guys remember when you did that show with Katya and I at, that Klarna gig, and she was like, "Yes, we talk about that gig a lot." They do. Like, you do. No way. Because it was kind of an odd vibe at that odd gig. Odd <laughs> is an understatement. It was an odd vibe. It was. Um. It was like when you go for a job interview and you realize it's an MLM and they have locked the door. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like it's very that. It was very that. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, cut to the next night. I'm playing this remix that I love, and I'm feeling it. And I'm like, this table can support me. I get up on that table. I'm standing above the decks. I'm thrusting. I'm rubbing. Then I'm bending over to change the. Tr- I'm like on top of the decks, like. Uh. Tell me the table broke. Tell me the table broke. It didn't. Oh. And it was damn. And then I was gonna pantomime like I was gonna run and jump off it, and people were like, yeah. I was like, I'm not doing that. You should. Did you then- think I was gonna run and jump off? Because you know they <laughs> raised the decks for me and drag because I'm so tall. So they're like this tall. This is where they are. You think I'm jumping off that? All 320 pounds of you just reinforce the runway. (laughs) But (laughs) it would be amazing. It would be amazing. What? If you jumped like you're going to crowd surf and everybody scattered and you belly flopped and died. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there ain't no. Let's take a break. How fierce would that be? Very. I mean, it'd be very fierce. Very. Be very fierce. What a I'm way not, to go. Yeah. She died doing what she loved. 
jumping, jumping, belly flopping on the flopping surface. Into a hard surface. <laughs> she died doing what she loved. That's the equivalent of Sonny Bono hitting a tree with on skis. <laughs> I think he's probably having a better yeah, time. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, are you friends with Taylor Swift? Am I? I've never met her. Wait, have you? Have you? Um, you've seen that from the trial, right? I can't get it out of my head. What trial? The Gwyneth Paltrow. It was skiing. My mind went there. The skiing trial. No. Oh, this was when that woman was like asking too many personal questions yes. about her life. She's trying to nothing. butter her up, buttering up the biscuit before she chomp chomps on it. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, it was no, so weird. Gwyneth, I love your highlights. Are those are those home perm or like you know yeah, like, like how tall are you? Five ten. Oh my god, I'm five six. I have to wear four inch heels. Even it's a great. Uh, yeah, crazy. What was that about? I think the, the technique or it was she was trying to like it was but, by, it was it was litigation by way of Marianne Williamson. That's well, yeah, what it was. It's like I'm going to befriend you and then I'm going to like catch you off guard because once we have a rapport, you let your guard down. Then I'm going to go in for the kill. Mary, it's Gwyneth Paltrow. She wasn't born yesterday. No. And but, she, if anybody's going to get gooped, it's not her. Thank you. She wrote the book. But she, the, the lawyer was like, are you friends with Taylor Swift? And I can't get it out of my head. Why does she care? What is that? Rel- what is the relevance? There? It was about like I think she went to a Taylor Swift concert. Blah blah. blah. It was just a bunch of bull- stupid bullshit, stupid bullshit. But Julia Roberts just went to Taylor Swift's concert. And she got her whole life. Really? Would you go to Taylor Swift's concert? Uh, uh, probably not. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I have to really love someone to go, like because last- it's a stadium show. And I noticed for <sighs> me, there has to be stakes. I feel like I'm going to be able to see Taylor Swift for the rest of my life. I thought you're a vegetarian. But like when I see Blondie, it's because I'm like, oh, this could right. be the last time. Yes, totally. B-52s, totally. I'm like, this could be the last time. Right, right. With a young artist, I'm like, I'll go later. I I'll don't know. catch the DVD. Yeah, yeah I yeah, don't yeah. know. I guess I always just feel like I'll go later. Would you go to see Beyonce? I've been looking at these tour, like little clips of these tours and the production level is unreal I, and incredible. But that environment, it's, un- it's unimaginable. That environment seems very unappealing to me. Oh, are you kidding Bodies me? Bodies thrashing. Let um, the bodies at the floor. Like, I don't want to do that. It seems like uh, the 12th circle of hell. Now, if, let's say I was good friends with the folks down at Procter & Gamble. And they said, we have a box seat for you at this stadium she's playing mm-hmm. where you can just come and sit private and watch right. it from afar and have some snacks. We'll helicopter you in and we'll helicopter you out. No parking lot. Yeah. No. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah. I love, I, I do love to dance though. So maybe I would. Maybe I would. I I was at this bar the other night in Kansas City after my gig, and there was this DJ duo called The Cinematics, mm. and it's two gay guys, and one of them DJs, while the other one creates custom visuals on the fly to match the music. They like aren't perfectly in sync, and they were playing such good music. It was making me so fucking horny to dance that to I your body wanted around. to dance so bad, but I didn't want to go bump into people. like. The, the, right. I love dancing, but sometimes the thought of crossing that threshold into... The room at a club where it's wet air, wet face. Yeah. And I don't do drugs and now I don't drink. So now it's like You're drunk people slamming. Slamming, yeah. Slamming. There, should, there should be a uh, people who aren't drinking area of dancing that has a little more space bubble. Yeah. How about this though? You're, you you wouldn't, I don't even think you remember this. They used to smoke cigarettes on the dance floor. People I've used never to seen have, that. People used to have, when I went to nightclubs, um, especially goth clubs, whatever, you know, from 1999, to 2000 whatever smoking cigarettes on the dance floor dancing with a cigarette as a hardcore smoker i could not even wrap my head around that but were people getting burned hello it's crazy it's like why don't you just like have a machete in your hand 
<laughs> you know, it's like it's like wild. Can you believe that? No, I think I would be afraid of somebody burning. And you know, I'm always wearing a lot of real silk, a lot of real, real yes. satin. Yes. You know, and the, your bundles. Yes, yeah. and my um, my uh, lambskin. Yeah, yeah. I'm afraid. What if my natural like. My and shown you, in track. And you soak your tights in lighter fluid before you go out to the club. So it's like, <laughs> it smells that way at times, to be honest. After these four little pride gigs, I just, I'm not used to, when we were on tour, we have a bus. And so things can get laid out and dried out. I wasn't used to packing wet tights and wet corsets again. I wasn't used to packing wet wigs. When you pack a wet wig that's covered in hairspray, the next day it comes out in a shell and you have to brush it out and redo it because while it's been in the suitcase, the moisture from the wig cap reactivates the hairspray. And so if your wig is crammed into a little ball, it comes out a little ball. Yeah. So it sucked having to pull out a wig and redo it every day. Oh yeah, how about a wet human hair wig thrown into a suitcase? You know what she's coming out as? Looking like an abortion. Yeah. <laughs> it is like a twisted up fucking, it's like a, it's horrible. What? What? Ooh, the rainbow. Evil Dead Rises. That's yeah. what that wig is. Yeah. <laughs> the scalped. Yes. God. That was fierce. I watched this film, I believe, called like Would You Rather or something. It was like a Saw spit, like a Saw spinoff, but it wasn't Saw related. It was a Saw copy. And oh. there, there was a was Andy McDowell in it. I don't know. No, that's Ready or Not. No, what, what, what? Have you seen that? You yes, love, love Samara Weaving. Yeah, of course, Samara Weaving. Samara Weaving. Yeah, Andy McDowell. That movie is amazing. Bashes Andy McDowell's fucking face, yeah, it's her so head cool. into the, the floor. It's fabulous. Were you gagged at the end when they all started exploding? Absolutely, I loved it. When you think it's superstition the whole time, and then it, and then, ooh, there ain't no other. I way. love that movie. I love it too. It's and you really know, good. I relate to her in that movie, like coming into spaces where people are wealthy, but you're not. Wealthy and you didn't grow up wealthy, yeah. it's uncomfortable. Yeah, it's and crazy. so I think she plays that really well where she's like, just trying to fit in. Yeah, yeah. And she's when so she draws that card and they realize they have to kill her, I was like, What so about the beginning when it starts with when they were kids? I know. And the old grandma. I Did know. you like her with the uh, are you kidding me? And the eyebrows. The eyebrows, uh, Miss Evil Auntie. Yeah. She was that was me. Yeah. That was me. Yeah. She, crazy. That's I th Pat. I, the only thing I don't like, I don't like it when a, a main character who's being pursued. They get a um a major like hand injury. Remember when she like on the nail? Yeah, I hate that. Do you like in movies when they get stabbed through the hand? No, no, because it's a I wrap. Love that. It's a wrap. No, I love it. Well, I mean, it's it's dramatic. The certainly. beginning of Scream, Jenna Ortega through the hand. Ah! Oh, Scream. really? But then does she go in to survive hours and hours later? No, she spends the whole movie in the hospital. She's very injured. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> She's like very injured. She's okay. also stabbed a bunch of other times. Okay, okay. okay. Yeah. No, but in the moment, that camera angle of someone with their hand up and a knife through it is always very scary. Oh, bitch. How about this, though? So um, Mrs. Davis, a show on Peacock. The first, um, it, it's uh, Betty Gilpin from um, Glow Up. Icon. I love, 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 love. love. So uh, it starts out. Glow, not Glow Up. <laughs> Betty Gilpin competed on the makeup competition show Glow well. Up, which I'm guest judging on this week if you want to watch it, anybody. Ooh, there ain't no other way. Uh, she, um, it starts off with this scene of like um, these, these nuns. Um, in like the 15th century, like samurais, they're like, they're warriors. And they're like fucking shit up. And this bitch gets, she gets stabbed straight through. And then she jumps, she leaps across the table to like stab somebody with the sword that she stabbed with. Oh, it's so fierce. She's like, well, here we go. It's so fierce. A lot of Jeez. good stabbing. Did you see her in that movie, I believe called The Hunt? I sure the fuck did. 
with um Hillary Swank at the, Mary, oh, that's, a gag, that's a huge spoiler at the end. Huge though. spoiler. It's a movie where it seems like a bunch of uh, uh, conservatives get rounded up and are hunted by liberals, by coastal elites, yeah, yeah, coastal yeah, yeah. liberal yeah. rich people with guns. Yeah, I thought it was such a fun flip. Yeah, it's a little simplistic, um, but it's it was fun. I I saw it in the theater and I thought I had a, I had a blast watching it. The the gag at the end of Hillary Swank was very. Gaggy. And I like them making like woke white people the devil. I think that's funny. Yeah, because I mean, all people are trashed. Well, do you remember the scene like with those two people who they're pretending to be convenience store owners, but it's of course all yes, the game. Yes, yes. And they're having that whole conversation about like, they're called African-Americans. Right, like, right. Them being right. horrible murderers, right. but totally. correcting, like so yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah, it's very funny. She slayed. Betty Gilbert, mama. She eats, slayed. She takes it. She uh-huh. takes it. She puts it in her mouth. She chews it up and chews swallows it, it mm-hmm. otherwise known as eating. <laughs> like she goes so hard in that movie. The scenes towards the end where she's in the death match with Hillary Swank. It's so fierce. It's so fierce. And Hillary Swank is making a sandwich when she walks in and she's like, isn't it interesting? A bread knife is used to cut tomatoes. And you're like, this is going to go off. <laughs> it was giving me Kill Bill. Yeah, yeah, when yeah. When she finally meets Bill. Yeah, it was fierce. It was really fierce. I love Kill Bill. I do I'll never forget. I'll never forget the day because I saw the the uh, the DVD and then I went to the theater the same day to see number two because it was in the theater. I'll never forget. I'll never forget it. It was just I've electrifying. Never, it, electrifying. It for me was like, whoa, movies can be something else, bitch. Electrifying. Yeah. Why? <sighs> and it hits that good too. If you watch it today, it's like a twenty-five-year-old movie now. It's as good. Electrifying. Uma, if you're watching this, I'm sure you are. Yeah. Electrifying. Did you see now if, of his oeuvre? Tarantino, what are you a fan of? Have you seen have you seen them all? Well, yeah, Kill Bill one and two are I think the the beyond. It's the apex yeah. of greatness. I actually really loved Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I loved it too. Loved, loved it. it. And not to be stupid, I didn't know anything about the movie, so I go in completely blind. Didn't oh, okay. know, didn't know anything about it. You didn't know anything about Sharon Tate? I knew about that. Oh, okay, okay, what, okay. And you spend the whole movie thinking she's gonna die. Oh, okay. And then I she see what you, I, yeah. So, re, oh, so you didn't know it was like kind of revisionist. Uh, no. Oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. I thought, gotcha. oh God, we're gonna have to see her die. Oh God, she's gonna die. Margot Robbie. The scene where Margot Robbie goes to see her own movie. It's is so, so sweet. And Kate Berlant is in it. Kate Berlant is in it. So good. The the, the ticket uh, lady, the ticket girl. I love the scene where the uh, Manson girls are in the car and. Maya Hawk is like having cold feet. Yeah. About, it, it's so funny. How about the can of fucking dog food at the face, bitch? Sickening. That that because it's a long movie. It's, it's a long movie. It's yeah. a slow burn, and that payoff is so good. It's so and, fucking juicy. And Bradgy PG, Bradgy PG eats and shits, and he just takes them all out to the dumpster. The part where he gets in the fight with Bruce Lee. Oh yeah, and yeah. Throws yeah. Bruce Lee against that. Beat. Yeah. Sickening. And when he well, he's he's um, Brad Pitt plays Leonardo DiCaprio's stuntman. Stunt, yeah, yeah. And the part where he's in the same outfit as him in a wig, <laughs> yeah, sitting yeah. backstage. Yeah. Brad Pitt is so fucking beautiful. And he's honestly never been hotter than that movie. He's, he's so hot in that movie. Yeah, because he's he's uh he's he's in fantastic physical shape. He's also like the the best acting he's ever done. And we he's gotta, a, we got you know I I say uh one thing Quentin Tarantino movies do, they give it up to the stunt people. Oh yeah, um, Zoe. Um, what's her face? Mary. Nothing beats Death Proof. I'm sorry. I take it all back. I think I like it even more than Kill Bill. Really? I love Death Proof. I wow. laughed. I remember seeing that in the movie theater and being seized with terror yeah. when she's on the front of that car, watching yeah. a main actress climb out of a car on camera. Yeah. When she turns to the camera, or she turns over and goes, "Watch this," and climbs 
out onto the hood yeah. and it's not a stunt double and it's one shot and it's the real actress. Yeah, yeah, You're yeah. You're like, well, that's the that's Uma's stunt woman. I know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she's Zoe Bell. Zoe Bell, yeah. Is that she's right? In, Zoe Bell, yeah. She's incredible. But the first, it, the I'm not, I've watched the leg from the first half of the yeah, movie. Yeah, I've watched course. the leg scene too many times. It's amazing. Too many times. And I can't think the about fir- putting my foot out the window without stuntman Mike coming. Girl. And just the leg goes flying. Yeah. The leg. And if it's going to happen, let it be the other one, not the new Thank one. You. She, Thank uh, you. Thank you. So good. And uh, Kurt Russell is so funny in that movie. Yeah. And there's moments where he's pitiful, moments where you're like, he's kind of sexy. And moments when he's actually terrifying, like Terrib- with Rose McGowan. Girl. Terrifying. Not I love that movie. It the the how about with um what's her face in the boom? Oh yeah, love that. Well, um, uh, 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 marijuana uh, killed my brain. No, it's um Rosario Dawson, Rosario Dawson is so good in that movie. The leg wing, and then smash into the face. Also, the world building, the scene where they stop at the convenience store and they pick up a magazine that that girl's in, and like the fact that they're working on a movie and they're off duty. Yeah, such a good. It's crazy because it, it, the first few, the first group of girls is, they're not very likable, and and they're in. It's just it's the tone is dark and it's, yeah, it's uncomfortable. Yeah, and then then you have like and then it's like the sunny. However, again, that sex dance in the bar. She wears a red. Oh bandana. yeah yeah yeah. That butterfly bitch who plays butterfly, so beautiful, weird looking. Uh-huh. But in a, such a beautiful way with her big eyes and big lips and tiny little nose. Is she the one that gets the, the tire yeah, scraped of her face? Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. That Jungle Julie with the long hair is so good. That movie is so good. This isn't a movie podcast. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. No, yes, it is. <laughs> okay, Welcome good. to Movie Phone. Um, so the how about uh, Planet Terror? Because I saw the double feature in the theater. Which Me I too. Yeah, I can't believe I still, like, I, it's a, I can't believe. I don't even think I went to the bathroom. Did you pee yourself? I didn't know it was a double feature. I didn't know what I was going to do. It was my freshman year of college and my roommate, Mike, I moved into the dorm. I met my first friend, Mike. The first friend ever in college. My, no, my first <laughs> friend at college was my heterosexual roommate, Mike. We met and he barely knew me and he was like, hey, do you want to go to a concert with me Friday and then go see this movie with me Saturday? And I was like, sure, only friend. <laughs> so we went to Joanna Newsom together. And it was amazing. Okay. I'd never seen Joanna Newsom. It was unreal. It was her in a 23-piece orchestra. 23 pieces? And it was amazing. Jesus Christ. And then the next night, I think we went to see Death Proof mm. and, and, and the Planet, Planet Terror. Terror. Both of those experiences blew my mind. Yeah. Planet Terror. Uh, uh, is that Planet? My, not my favorite. Although you, can, you love the machine gun leg. Yeah. With Rose McGowan. But when uh, Quentin Tarantino's in the movie, ugh, he's always so gross. He's so gross. He says, like, he mentions getting his dick wet, and I, he plays that's when I almost curled. He plays hurled. a creep very well. Yeah. I, he plays a creep And he's well. not a trained actor. I wonder if he's a creep. No. Um, <laughs> well, we're going to work with Selma soon. We should ask her about From, from Dust Till Dawn. Dawn. Because From Dust Till Dawn also is Robert, so Is good. that Robert Rodriguez? That's the same guy at Planet Terror, I believe. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Quentin, he's so good in that right, movie. Yeah. George Clooney's so good in that movie. Juliette Lewis oh, in yeah. that movie. George Clooney. George Clooney, Lake Como. I was probably too young to see that movie. I didn't know vampires happened. So when the vampires happened, oh, you you didn't know. In oh, the you movie, mean like okay. there's no clue that there's going to be vampires until right. it kicks off, yeah, and suddenly yeah. you're like, 
what movie are we watching? Yeah, I thought it was watching just as like a sexy Mexican bar movie. No, it starts out like these two con brothers who are like on the run from the law and mm. they hijack this family's RV. You're like, okay, it's kind of like a thriller, whatever. Seems very straight, whatever. Mm-hmm. Although there's also a very, there's a, there's a lot of violence in that movie. Yeah, it's a horror movie. It's, But I mean, also there's a major sexual assault towards the first part of the movie. I mean, it's a you know, very- Here's the thing about movies. They're filled with R.A.P.E. Yeah. Filled with it. Yeah. Game of Thrones, for example, you never watched that series, but that was notoriously R-A-P-E-Y. Wasn't that also like brothers and sisters fucking? Oh, but the incest was a rampant, rampant incest. Got no problem with that. Well, your siblings are all really hot. Yeah. And we have a cute, I mean, oh my God. That's disgusting. (laughs) We don't have to do all that. Listen, I don't want to fuck my brothers and sisters and mommy and daddy, but I, I would, you know, if anybody else wants to do theirs, that's fine. I don't, I, I understand that family porn is very common. Like it's hugely like, common like seeing my stepsister jerking off. And I guess the step is what makes people feel like it's not that bad. It's right. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's a it? loophole. It's a loophole. It's a poop I think hole. It's a, po- it's a, what do you call that? It's like a, it's like stepsister. Yeah. Do you think that's more of a conscious clearing thing? I think it's like a legal thing, but you think these are pe- the people who like, let's say you like porn of watching your stepsister. Uh-huh. Do you have a sister or do you not? I think it, I don't think there's any hard and fast rules with kinks and taboos. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Now, what if you're going to, what if you're, do you watch Gabe, Gabe, do you watch Gabe brothers? Fuck. Do you like I, the I porn of real it. twins? I have seen it. You have, I've have seen it. Mm-hmm. There's, there was, um, a Czech or Eastern European. Um, I couldn't, I was like, <gasps> like, I couldn't believe it. I was like, like, you know, Kevin, yeah. When I saw it, because it was a- ages ago. This gets porn people and then just, but you couldn't, you, for porn, you could just say your brothers. Like, no, they were identical twins. I know, but without <clears throat> being twins, you could just have two people who mildly look alike. And in the porn, they can. Oh, they certainly do. You don't have to find real blood relations. No, I mean, just look on the street in WeHo. Brother boyfriends? I mean, uh, what do you call that? Twin. Oh, twin. Boyfriend twins? Boyfriend twins. Oh, my God, yes. Um, Yes, yes. There's a lot of boyfriend twins. There's a lot of And that's what people, when I was dating, um, oh my God, what's his name? Mr. Potato Head. No, (laughs) no, (laughs) bitch. (laughs) Who's that really beautiful, hot skier? Snowboarder. Yeah, when I was dating him. I forgot his name. We weren't together long. (laughs) I know, but you you had to block it out. I kind of blocked it out. (laughs) Therapy. When we were dating, everybody was like, oh my God, twins. And I was like, you guys, don't be gross. This is my lover. You know what I mean? You wear a hat. He doesn't. Like, you totally, you don't look anything alike. Well, that's when Gus was like, I need you to stop working out. And you have to (laughs) shave your head. Because I used, I mean, we used to be really like, yeah. You see me on a snowboard? You'd be like, Gus. uh, He'd be like, oh no, it's Brian. Yeah. That's tough. Who do you... (laughs) <laughs> who do people say you look who of your celebrity boyfriends was, um, was your boyfriend twin well it's usually mr burns uh-huh um or um, the cartoon or the really really tall guy from twin peaks the one with the sunken in cheeks and the crazy eyes the one from uh the one lurch. from dr sleep lurch yeah yeah exactly the yeah. one who dies in dr sleep yeah they say oh grandpa flick grandpa flick i think that's his name Mary, that, I know we've talked about it before. <gasps> I know we talked about it before, but that scene, just in terms of talking about horror movies, talking about nasty, scary shit, that scene where they are sucking the fear out of that little boy. Terrifying. It, it is really scary. It's 
You know what it's I liked really about it? It's scary. Kids never get killed in movies. No, they're torturing him. It's horrifying. They want him to be as afraid and as in pain as possible. Yeah. That's fucking nuts. It's horrible. Like, you see people get butchered. You see people get fucking flayed and decapitated and all that stuff. They're, they want to suck all the fear and pain out of him. That's it's, so wild. Yeah. It's pretty intense, that scene. Yeah, and the the flip side of that scene that's also really scary is when the grandpa is dying. Yeah. And he's like, Ugh! and then he dies and turns into smoke and they all swarm him. Oh, yeah. So scary. That movie's so Rebecca good. Rebecca Ferguson. Girl. Do you want to talk about eating at the fucking old country buffet? Go, girl, going in and Rebecca Ferguson decided, I don't want to be a girl that poops. No, no, no. I want to be a bitch that shits. Yeah, yeah. I want to go to every fucking buffet in Las Vegas. Yeah. And, and then I'm going to go a tour of Italy. Italy. And I'm going to Italy and I'm going to eat every fucking meal. I'm going to downtown Disney. Yeah. I'm going to Hard Rock Cafe. I'm, I'm snatching bowls at the soup kitchen. Girl. Out of homeless people's hands. Honey, I'm eating so hard. <laughs> I'm driving for Instacart and I'm nibbling on the groceries that I'm delivering to people. <laughs> Could you imagine Rebecca Ferguson showing up to your house with some green grapes and they're half eaten? She's like, I'm so sorry. And there I'd was like, traffic. I'm like, no, it's fine. It's fine, Miss Ferguson. Please. I can't wait to see you in Dune 2. Uh. <laughs> Oh I would God. love to do a series where we go grocery shopping with celebrities and they show us their favorite items. That would be so fierce. Well, because my friend Sasha, the first time she visited LA, guess who she saw at the Gelson's? Angelina Jolie. Whoa. I swear. At the, That's Angelina a big one. Jolie, black half Dan, uh, teaching her kids about broccoli or whatever. Wow. Literally. Do you like Gelson's, the grocery store? I, I, it's beautiful. I do too. I it's, like Gelson's. It's very expensive, of course, but it looks like a fucking, it looks like a, it looks like not real. I had my Hollywood moment two days ago where I, I'm on the cover of LA magazine right now. And really? that what was What are you on, doing? I'm in a picture like, <laughs> they had me, I'm on half the article. I'm on half the covers and George Takei is on the, Takei? George. Um, yes. I'm on half the things and George is on the other half. Gotcha. And uh, Congratulations! I was, I was buying groceries and saw myself on the magazine, and I felt like June Carter Cash. Oh, that's lovely, June Carter Cash. Just famous. Oh, famous, famous, famous. Um, wait, 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 wait. wait. I got to talk to George Takei the other day. Uh, we, I got to talk to him for a press thing. He's gay. Yeah, very gay. Super oh gay. my! You know about that, right? He was on the Howard Stern show, and they asked him some really risque question, and he went, "Oh my!" <laughs> it's so sickening. Can I play the clip? But we'll we'll lead out with this. Please. But we were talking about oppression and sort of like, you know, uh, rainbow washing and sure. sort of like how this, I will say as a message of hope for pride, I've been to three prides this year. The energy this year is electric. People want to go to pride because they can actively feel their rights being stripped away. It's yeah. sort of like, we're going to pride. Yeah. My gig in Milwaukee, a 78 year old man came to the meet and greet. He said, we, me and my husband don't ever go out anymore, but with everything going on in the news, we feel like it's important to support gay bars right now. No matter gay, straight or bi. Lesbian, transgender, transgender life. life. That's right. I'm on the right track, baby. I was, I was born, born to, to survive. survive. No matter ra, black, ra, white, or ooh, beige. Chola or orient made. Ra, ra, ooh, la, la. Just shitting my pants. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know how many times I say alone in my house? Ra, ra, ooh, la, la. I'm shitting my pants. <laughs> I believe it. Like, ra, it's like a conductor or like a, you know, a band leader. It's like, no, it's ra, ra, ooh, la, la. Just shitting my, my pants. pants. So you say it in that cadence yeah. to no one. Right. Well, it's not really to no one. Let's find oh my. Let me see if I can find it. Oh my. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh my. Fun, right? 
oh my. And I was like, you know, George, it's been hard because like brands have been like really weird this year about drag. Do you know what I mean, George? And George was like, without at all trying to slam dunk or one up me, George was completely successful in reality checking my gratitude because uh-huh. George was like, really? Um, after Pearl Harbor, they went around in, in America, rounded up Japanese people and uh, a man came to my front door when I was five years old with a gun and took me and my dad and my brother to an internment camp. And I was like, okay, I guess that's a little different than Target Pride. Um, <laughs> I guess that's what I'm little, complaining about yeah, is maybe yeah, not as serious. Like, that's 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 fine, but they removed my t-shirts from Target. I know. I'm like, <laughs> you're not hearing me. Um, but that's why it's important. I, older gay people have stories that completely check your gratitude. Yeah. If you would listen to me for once, maybe you would get your gratitude checked every once in a while. I mean, especially since most of these prides, most of these prides started as protests. I that do became think that, parties that became celebrated corporate events. Originally, it was like prides were borderline unwelcome. It was protests. You know what I mean? And now it's like Verizon wants to give your pride money, whatever. Like before, it was not corporate sponsored. It was like almost an illegal activity, which I find very inspiring. Well, it's still illegal in many places to um to, to wedge your weenie into someone's derriere. Not in Tennessee anymore. Did you see the the drag bill got struck down? Oh, that's right. Ooh, there ain't no. I guess it's time. Uh, play is uh, play is back on track. Then let the girls have their thing. Let the girls do their thing. Wiggle, wiggle, jiggle, jiggle. Get the dollars. If someone puts on a women's song mm-hmm. and I move my lips along to it, mm-hmm. I don't think you need to exactly call nine one one. No, it's just ra ra ooh la la. Just shit, shit in, in my, my pants. pants. Well, there you go. Happy Pride. Happy Pride. <laughs> Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.